chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Hello and welcome to the 24-7 Sports College Basketball Show. I'm your host, Trey Scott. Today, we are counting down 24-7 Sports' preseason top 25 rankings with the help of national basketball writer Kevin Flaherty. Before we get started, we'd love for you guys to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating. Let's go. One of the best stories the last couple of years in college basketball has been what Chris Beard has done in Lubbock. Not a place known for uh, Big 12 titles, Big 12 Player of the Years, Final Four runs. The Red Raiders were on the brink of a national championship. And Kevin, despite the fact that they lost four starters, including top 10 pick Jarrett Culver, you've got them at number 12. That must be a testament to, to what Chris Beard has built. Sure. I, I think in a lot of polls, coaches who are elite defensive coaches – uh, tend to get overlooked a little bit because people look at the personnel. They say, oh, you lost all these players. Your team's not going to be any good. When when you look at, at Chris Beard, you look at Tony Bennett, you know, for a longer sample size, Tony Bennett's teams are always going to be good defensively. He could lose six starters, and they're still going to be good defensively the next year. That's just the way that they coach it. It's the emphasis they put on it. You know, I had a chance to talk to, to Chris Beard last year before their season when they went into last year only returning one of five starters just like this year. And he, the thing he said to me was defense is always going to be our identity. It's who we are. We'll spend the majority of our practice every single day on defense. We recruit defensive players. That won't change. Our personnel changes, but the commitment to defend, defense being our identity, those are things that won't ever change. And I do like Texas Tech's personnel, even though they do have – you know, quite a few new guys and guys moving into different roles. But I think that anytime you're looking at a ranking this high, as we have for Texas Tech, you know, there needs to be some sort of overlying theme in terms of, okay, if they're replacing all these guys, why do you believe that they could be this good? And, and that's it. I, I think that they're going to have another elite defense. And, and I think that Chris Beard is, is sort of where it starts and stops with that. Let's start breaking down the roster. The one guy coming back. Davide Moretti, one of the best shooters in college basketball, huh? Sure, yeah. And then you add in Kyler Edwards, who can really shoot, you know, who who is one of their key reserves as well. And, and so, you know, they, there's, a, there's a little bit of a learning curve to Beard's offense. They run the motion offense. It's a little bit different from sort of classic, you know, motion offense under Bobby Knight, but that's who he learned under and sort of tweaked it a little bit. But it takes guys a, a little while to, to get there. And so having a couple of guys who went through it like that, who found ways to find their shots and, and be effective knocking down those shots, it, it is a pretty big deal when you're trying to mix in some new players. Jamius Ramsey, number 32 player in the 24-7 sports composite, a combo guard out of Duncanville, Texas. He's sort of penciled in as a starting guard. One of the best, one of the best freshmen, I would imagine, in the Big 12. 
Sure. Yeah, he. I think he was the the second highest ranked freshman in the Big Twelve. Finished just outside of the five star range. He was number thirty two in the twenty four seven Sports Composite. Twenty eight players were named five star guys. So if he's not a five star guy, he's right in that discussion. And he's somebody that I don't think you just pencil in in the starting lineup. He's somebody trade that I think you can pencil in among a couple guys who may lead Texas Tech in scoring this season. You know, he's got a lot of toughness to him. He, he can score in tough moments when, when the defense knows that he's got the ball in his hands and he's going to score. And, and so I do think that he's somebody that's going to be a major factor on this team. Going to start it, and even beyond that, I think that he's probably going to be one of their most important scorers as well. Yeah, part of a recruiting class that ranked 16th, according to 24-7 Sports. So this time a year ago, Matt Mooney and Tariq Owens were not remotely household names in the college basketball community. But those grad transfers really stepped up. They were awesome in the NCAA tournament throughout the whole season. We've got a few other candidates for that for those roles here. Uh, let's first start with Virginia Tech transfer Chris Clark, who missed all of last season while being suspended. Now it's sort of ready to uh, – I, th- I think he could be a, a pretty big piece for this team. You know, the, the All-Big 12 polls came out, um, and, and somebody, and I don't know who it was because they're, they're coaches, somebody picked Chris Clark as a, as a first-team All-Big 12 guy. And so they, there's ability there. The thing that, that makes him different to me is, is he's an energy guy who rebounds, you know, like somebody four inches taller. But he also has some great ball-handling skills and the ability to distribute. And when you look at, at what's effective in Beard's motion offense, it's everybody sort of around the court being able to handle the ball, move around, find different guys. And Clark is really, you know, he, he's a great example of what they look for and why he could be really effective in that system because I think he is going to be a really valuable piece. I also love the fact that their other grad transfer who's probably going to start, TJ Holyfield, or not grad transfer, but transfer uh, from Stephen F. Austin. His last game was against Texas Tech, uh, and he scored 10 points um, in the NCAA tournament. And uh, Chris Beard goes, TJ had a great game against us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's uh, First of all, Beard is one of the, is one of the best uh, coaches to interview in, in all of college basketball. If if you haven't seen him talk before, I, I highly recommend it. He's got some amazing stories from coaching semi-pro ball that sound straight out of the Will Ferrell movie. You know, he he had the, the joke last year where somebody asked him about going to a, his first Final Four, and, and he, he said, well, I've been at, you know, 20 Final Fours before. I've just been crushing beers in the lobby. Um, so he's... Uh, He's a, a pretty hilarious coach, but but yeah, Holyfield was somebody that, interestingly enough, they got a chance to scout before uh, before they wound up getting him, and uh, he he's another piece to to the puzzle, and that he's somebody that can shoot from the outside as a post guy. Texas Tech doesn't really have the rim protection that they had a year ago with Tariq Owens, but Holyfield brings a different element in that on the other end of the court. If he's playing their center spot, they're playing a lineup where all five guys can can work around the outside and knock down outside shots. And so uh, I think he, he's going to be pretty big. The big question, I think, with, with regard to the two big questions, I think, with regard to Texas Tech are one, last year's offense was 
awful for the first half, you know, three quarters of the year. And they were still a pretty good team because they could just basically give the ball to Jarrett Culver while everybody else got up to speed. And I don't know that they have that luxury this year. Obviously, Culver's moved on, but I don't know that they have somebody who can take over in those key moments while everybody gets up to speed because halfway, three quarters of the way through the year, I expect the offense to be clicking as it has the last couple years. But what happens before that point? And, and that's where the second question comes in. And that's will Joel and Tomway get cleared because he was a double-digit point-of-game scorer uh, at UNLV, and he's somebody that you know has a chance to be one of the more talented guys on this Texas Tech roster. He's not a graduate transfer; he's a traditional transfer. They put in for a waiver. They're still waiting to hear yes or no. And, and so, if Tomway does get cleared, or even if they clear him to play, say at the halfway point of the season you know, that possibly adds even a little bit more juice to this Texas Tech. I never thought we would live in a world in which Texas Tech was paying their basketball coach four and a half million dollars a year. But that, uh, he, he's, Chris Beard is now the third highest paid coach in the country. And he signed that six-year, $28 million extension in April, you know, on the heels of that national title game appearance. Does that keep the suitors at bay? And maybe I'm asking about a, program down in Austin that might might be looking for a new coach and has a tie to Chris Beard or do you do you think Chris Beard is is a red raider for the next several years I don't know if he's going to be there for the next several years I, I do think what it does is it makes it a real challenge for somebody who may be considered a tier above Texas Tech to land Chris Beard and what I mean by that is Chris Beard is not going to leave uh, Texas Tech for Ohio State you know Texas has the personal ties there. And so you could maybe see, you know, that being a possibility uh, if this year doesn't go well for, for Shaka Smart. But I think the big thing it does is it keeps him sort of on ice until Roy Williams retires or, or Coach mm -hmm. K goes somewhere or an NBA team comes calling. And so I, I think it keeps him mostly safe from teams that aren't Blue Bloods or the NBA. And, and that makes it worth it for Texas Tech because it would be – you know, a, a pretty awful thing if you would have Chris Beard, you know, have him building sort of this consistent success level in Lubbock and then have him go to a school that you look at and say, well, gosh, that's that's a school that's not really in, in much better spot than, than we are right now. And I don't think that that's going to happen. All right. Well, that wraps up our look at number 12, Texas Tech. Next time we're going to tackle number 11 and uh, no spoilers, but this will be another defensive minded program who played in the national title game last season. It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.